This is Leafs Late Night, your night of post-game podcast. Hosted by Roscoe, the fanalist, Southey, Beaner, and Gardy Brody. Why am I the only one here? <laughs> yeah, I should pay attention more. What the hell happened? All right, folks. I don't run the soundboard here, so it looks like we're recording. <laughs> um, well, this is awkward. This is not an edition of the Morning Dart. Uh, this was this show is supposed to be run by uh, by Steph. I hope she comes back on. All right. Oh, looks like we're getting her back on because otherwise I'd have to smart, start sp- smoking a pack of darts, and I didn't want to do that. So I am so sorry about that. My computer just decided to just say "f you, Steph" right in the beginning of recording. <laughs> wow, I am so sorry about that, guys. But we, hey, uh... we are back. So everything was recording, and are we doing it on uh, YouTube as well? Like this is gonna go straight to YouTube. Yeah. So literally, so... you you effed <laughs> off, and I was like, ex- because I'm not the host of this show, I was expecting to host this show. I was expecting to gripe, so I was just like sitting there, just like being all like minding my own business. I wasn't even paying attention to the screen because I was like, I'm expecting Steph to come and you know be reasonable and responsible and like start the show with something that a host would say, and I'm like. Man, it's taking a long time to get to the start of this show. <laughs> I turn, I'm like, wait a second, it's just me. <laughs> I felt like, oh, like, like, was it Squidward in that like episode where he just like goes to like no man's land or something? Like, I was always <laughs> all of a sudden, when did I start running loose late night? I I know this wasn't an episode of Morning Dart because that show would have been canceled right away. <laughs> yeah, this isn't the Morning Dart. This is Leafs Late Night and Game Two of the first round of. The- playoffs oh my god steph the fanal is here we have darty broder as you guys can tell oh my god yes what a shaky start to the night as well leafs game <laughs> facing tampa oh like this we're, we're thrown off okay we're we're a little we're a little shook i'm shook i'm you know? shook. like we knew that yeah, we knew Tampa was going to come in blazing hot. They did their studying. They watched the video. And yeah, it, it was safe to predict that, right? Just like I started this podcast, the Leafs didn't. The Leafs had a rough start, too. You know, they they forgot, hey, we're, there's a show going on. There's a game here. And uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know how to completely like I don't want to shit on them like. Like we could be that podcast that just really leans into them. And we may, I, I haven't got there yet. The blood pressure is still slowly rising, but like, <laughs> I feel like even in, you know, the first period there was, there, there was a lot of good moments. It just, um, unfortunately, maybe we got Vasilevsky a little bit and, uh, and then things kind of got downhill from there. Yeah, uh, not much change to the lineup tonight besides welcoming Bunting for the first time of this playoffs. And uh, Clifford, of course, suspended on that play last game. Uh, Simmons only got the fine uh, to top that off. But, you know, Leafs Nation, we were really ecstatic. I mean, people were wearing their same outfits as last game, same hat, same underwear, I bet, because they're so superstitious. (laughs) But... Yeah, after a five nothing win over the over the Tampa Bay Lightning coming out tonight, uh, you know, I've been picking on the power play a lot too before the before the um, playoffs started, and tonight is exactly what I didn't want to happen to the Leafs, and 
yeah, this, like I said in our chat, this is why, this is why I'm so nitpicky and I really want them to succeed on both units because we're facing teams like Tampa who, like tonight, scored on three out of seven power play opportunities and that really changed the game for them. <sighs> like, big sigh, right? Because, like, in the end, like, we were, like, in the end of yesterday's game going into, or not yesterday, it feels like it was yesterday. There was so much hockey going on in this first round. But uh, since last game, we, we expected excess. We expected exuberance. We expected everything we saw in the first game. And there were, you know, moments of brilliance. There was, mm-hmm. there were moments of lucidity of, oh, we can, you know, oh, we can, we can play <laughs> really well. But, oh, yeah, that, uh I don't know how far we because uh, we didn't we haven't really broke down the first period a hundred percent have we but I'm gonna skip ahead right to the end because like the most important part like hey guess what guys Headman scored on us right power play goal obviously you know after getting literally freaking just like I'm trying to use terms of a superlative nature that don't put this show off air <laughs> but but, <laughs> but the refs just really royally screwed us over and there's no yeah. there's no if ends or buts or ways around it right like at the end of the day we could blame a lot of these players for making stupid boneheaded mistakes i'm sure a lot of people are going to talk about wayne simmons but these refs just had it in for us this game like what happened like last game it seemed like you know i don't think we had a a particular advantage considering we had a five minute major, <laughs> but um, like, what's your take on that? Because yeah, like we, that first period was, you know, feel felt, felt like we had a lot of good moments, you know, obviously Vasilevsky, Vasilevsky, but then just all those stupid, like just fuck. <laughs> like, yeah. It, take it this off my head stuff. Cause you know, I'm, sometimes I'm, it's so hard to find. <laughs> Yeah, it it's hard to come up with these words sometimes because it, we have so many emotions in Leaf Nation. And, you know, even Muzzin came out of the um, pregame interview saying that he was super impressed with everyone's commitment to the game last game. And that's what really led to the success. Because remember, Darty, there were how many penalty minutes last game? Over 100 right and this game there were only 22 in total so part of me of course is thinking you know Leafs were able to overcome seven power play opportunities for the Tampa Bay Lightning last game as well and they were able to shut that shit down but tonight it was just a little bit of everything I don't think um, everyone was clicking. Uh, no one really stood out to me like game one. And yeah, it just, I'm lost for words once again because we know the potential that this team has. And, you know, 34 shots apiece tonight. Uh, Toronto even overpowered on the dot, 55 to 45%. But it's just those power plays that really pushed uh, Tampa over the edge and the refs. Oh my God. Yeah, I know these refs. Get, get us started on these refs, but let's just jump into it. So the first period here, um, you know, the game started pretty physical, more physical than the last in the first. Um, we had Nylander driving in on a good opportunity. And for once, 
too many bolts on the ice, not too many buds. <laughs> Tampa Bay <laughs> takes the too many men on the ice penalty. And, you know, Leafs are usually the ones to do it. So it, I was honestly screaming at the TV like, what? This is the playoffs. No, we cannot do that. And then I counted the white jerseys. One, two, three, four, five, six. Oh, yeah, we're blue tonight. <laughs> yeah, it was... Uh... <laughs> Well, I've heard people refer to Tampa as Toronto South, right? So, you know, they're our, uh, our evil twin, yeah. Bizarro. Yeah. And I think in the first, the Leafs did a good job of shutting our, um, you know, trying to track the pucks and trying to win puck battles, but it just got a little away from them. And, you know, Camp had a breakaway and McDonough just plowed him down. No call on the play. Matthews was taken down. No call on the play. The crowd was pissed. You know, tonight they were chanting, refs, you suck for a reason. Right. Yeah, and and uh, I'm pretty sure I saw Engvall get boarded, too, at some point. So, like, I don't know, like, there's a lot of, like, missed calls for the, for the Leafs. I think there's enough appropriate calls to the Leafs, but at some point it was becoming a little excessive. Yeah. I don't particularly exactly. think we played any less dirty than Tampa. I just think that it seemed to be leaning way more towards the Leafs when we're at home. Like, correct me if I'm wrong, but like in any other sport, when you're at home, we should have an advantage with the fucking refs. Like, I'm not going <laughs> to call out, like, I'm not going not gonna to be like that Homer, but literally every other league is that Homer. You know what I mean? Like if, if it's our house, they are our refs. Okay. I would not expect any <laughs> difference from Tampa. I would actually be much happier to be screwed over this way in Tampa than at our home. So maybe Gary, you need to start fixing that too. All right. Like it's, yeah. it's, I understand, you know, we like fairness in this league. I love fairness too. But like when we're getting screwed by refs at home, that's like your your mom like disciplining you for something that like your neighbor did. You know what I mean? Like it's like, yeah. it was little Johnny from across the street. It wasn't me. All right, I'm getting the belt. Oh shit! Like it's our ref. It's like it's our home. Like I don't know. Like I, I like it just felt weird to me. It like felt very odd that like things were again seemed like we were getting penalized more so for things that they were doing too. And it, again, yeah. I'm going to be that Homer fan because there's no other, like, you know, the Leafs are an amazing team. We have Austin Matthews on our fucking team. So we have absolute leaders of this league on it. And, you know, you, you we, people always complain about like LeBron James always getting calls like, you know, his way. Well, where's, where's our Austin Matthews calls? Austin <laughs> Matthews is the, is pretty much the best player in the league. <laughs> and yeah. like, you know, for some reason the Leafs are getting screwed over because of that. Like, again, like, Crazy take, crazy conspiracy dirty take, but it's like, it just shouldn't look that ugly. It shouldn't look that ugly as a, you know, a home fan at a home arena. Call me crazy. No, and you, you're absolutely right. And you know, it's really bad when the announcers on the broadcast that you're watching call out that it should have been a penalty and it wasn't because we're all watching the same game. The refs have a front row seat on the ice but they just turn a blind eye game management like i don't know i was saying in our chat too that you know they are on the ball when it's a offside call by the slightest little hair like a quarter of a hair they're on it but if there's a murder on the ice <laughs> they turn the blind eye like what is with that but 
The one thing I did appreciate tonight in the first period, though, was the call on Maroon mm -hmm. when he bumped his ass or bumped Lily into Campbell and appeared like he tried to injure him or something. And that was a big no-no from Leafs Nation. We were pissed. We went crazy. And yeah, I'm glad uh, the ref saw that, even though it wasn't direct contact. But you know, like there was some sort of intent there like you just don't do that Come you know what it on. is just like even i was like you know what i appreciate the refs giving pat maroon two minutes for just being ugly <laughs> like he's just like in the wrong place you know just like he did like he didn't it looked worse than it was but because it's pat maroon yeah. with his like you know his greasy mug they're like fuck you need two minutes i don't want to see you anymore <laughs> yeah but Toronto had uh, really good chances on this power play. Uh, Marner almost sinking in front. The puck loose uh, in front of Vasi. I thought it was through his legs. And I was wondering how the hell that did that not go in. But it didn't. And Sergachev just shoots the puck directly at Sorelli's face on the same penalty kill for them. Uh, I thought was a little like, what the fuck? But uh, yeah, this this first period, though, our giraffe, in Pierre Ingval, I had a little note. He had a 94.4 mile per hour shot on off the one time bank pass. So that was whoo, pretty. And right after Bogo with a 96 mile per hour shot. I'm just <laughs> thinking these guys need to go to the uh, the all star or the skills, eh? Uh, like Geo and these defenders who you'd think you'd never nominate for the skills competition. Damn, like they're pulling almost 100 mile hour shots almost yeah. every night. Angval, like, you know, we call him the giraffe, but we're going to start calling him Pierre uh, Enzo because he's got the <laughs> the Ferrari like <laughs> uh, speed out there. Yeah. He's, uh, but I was going to say, like, um, Engvall, like I said, like I, I, I don't think I noticed him nearly as much this game as I did last game, but I still think he, he showed he showed his his size out there, which I really liked. Yes, yeah, um, and you know I don't mind him getting pushed around a little because Engvall kind of activates when he's mad. <laughs> so I was yelling like, "You get mad, giraffe! You." go girl like we need you to get mad right now but you can tell the game was getting under from under the Leafs um even before the first um goal on the board by Tampa because the the penalties alone we had a after the two mentioned uh Geo holding Hagel and then uh I believe Kerfoot got held and then just a bunch just a mess and it results in Hedman scoring on the power play, of course, assisted by um, Killorn. But the funny thing about this play was, I don't know if you caught it, Darty, Muzzin and Brody both whiffed on it while trying to clear. So they just, like, facing each other, going for the puck, almost smashes heads and both whiff at the same time, which leads to Hedman having the time in the world he's literally eye to eye with jack campbell like okay just me and you man i'm just gonna go whoop, 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 in made it look so easy that's the kind of play that i wish upon Corey perry every day <laughs> like i just want him to smash <laughs> into his own player all the time <laughs> and uh <laughs> honestly man because i'll never I, like, I just can't forgive him for Tavares. but you know what like it you know, skipping ahead here it's like 
I can't forgive him for Tavares, but at the same time, I can't forgive Tavares. Where the hell were you this game? Like, <laughs> are you playing? Like, did you get benched? Like, I, I had, I don't know. Like, like I said, one of my things about this first period was, was you could kind of, again, like we kind of already knew how this game was going to go because there's a different atmosphere. And maybe, again, call me crazy, but maybe the Leafs should just start on the PK every game like first first period start on the pk because like we didn't we did not start in the pk <laughs> this first period and it kind of motivated tampa i guess like say in a similar way like it, in fact like later in the game not necessarily in the first period but later it seemed like tampa's uh um penalty kill was out for uh blood too you know I'm, I'm not gonna say the words that we we used to use because apparently it's trademarked by the athletic which i only pay one dollar for because i will not pay 9.99 for a subscription and anybody that does sorry folks if you do schmuck don't pay them that kind of money all right <laughs> one because they chirp leafs late night so obviously they they like throwing low blows <laughs> I'm, sorry, I'm sorry but if you're listening to leafs late night you've already reached through steve dangle and uh <laughs> Every other Leafs podcast, probably, you know, non-Leafs podcast, spitting chiclets. Like, I, w- I want to say that we're a big show, but I know we're we're small and humble. And uh, so I'm going to call it my cheap. You can call it whatever you want, but I can call it the penalty thrill. All right. Because <laughs> <laughs> nobody's trademarked that because it's so cheesy. But um, getting back to my point, it did seem like they stole. They took they're like, OK, the, the Leafs are good at this. And so let's try to throw that back in their face then. Yeah. Yeah, they definitely took notes. And speaking of Corey Perry, of course, he is the next guy to score on a breakaway at that. A literally a cross ice zone to zone pass almost for Perry rushing in, catching the Leafs on a change. The thing that really got me tonight too, too many odd man rushes. I don't know what happened positional wise. It seemed like when the second period start, it was just rush after rush after rush, and it wasn't going both ways. It, the ice was clearly tilted in Tampa's favor, and it kind of seemed like the Leafs didn't want to go too hard or else they'd get called on everything. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like a lose-lose situation, but the spark was not as hot for the Leafs. I noticed that Tampa had way too much ice in the neutral zone. At one point, Braden Point was the one to dangle his way through the entire ice surface and still pull (laughs) off a a shot. So now we really realize like that importance of the first goal in the playoffs and how that can boost your team and create that jolt for for them and i was really hoping tonight that jt would have been the first one to score for the leafs no of course especially when you've been working so hard right and i think like again like you remove those first two goals or you move two goals at any point but for my point here you move those first two goals which i think were the goal the, the two goals that we probably could have taken back the easiest if we play to the whistle positioning and um, just didn't let it fucking happen in the first place. At the tie game, we go into overtime. Maybe we go into triple overtime. Maybe they win in triple overtime. Mm-hmm. But hell, that's hard to fucking do. <laughs> and I'm only yeah. bringing up triple overtime because of Sidney Crosby and the the Penguins <laughs> somehow, uh, <laughs> you know, beating beating Chesty with uh, Louis Domingue eating his uh, spicy uh, spicy chicken. Uh, oh, was it spicy pork ribs or something? He was eating. But yeah, that Hedman goal was was unnecessary. All right, it happened like with within yeah. seconds of us going to the, to the second period, and it's like okay, like that hurt, that big hurt. In fact, if we 
were able to have avoided that, I am firmly of the belief that we we win this game. But because Hedman gets that fucking sneaky goal in, and then, of course, that chode Perry gets a goal within minutes of starting the second period. At this point, you know, all of Leafs Nation is already biting their nails. But as a Leafs player, I think, of course, this sucks because you've literally given up two goals on, on breathing time, essentially. Like that, like those two goals are were happening when you're taking a, a breath, right? Like the the boys are playing hard the first period, a goal goes in. And that's like, you know, you thought you could let up and you're like, oh, oh, a goal goes in. First for second period, you're like, okay, let's shake off the cobwebs. While you're shaking off the cobwebs, a goal goes in, right? Because it looks like once all those cobwebs were shaken off finally by the third period and they kind of got back into their game, it's, you know, the least look leafy again right like i know we're mm-hmm. jumping way far ahead but i'm just bringing back to this point here that the leafs did not look leafy they looked shitty and you know there were moments of control but it wasn't you know it didn't look anything like what we saw in the first game and that i'm sure scared a lot of leafs fans it probably you know me first thing i thought was steve dangle shut the f up why the hell did you bring on this bad juju by by <laughs> you know waving your big Leafs flag around and saying, oh, I think the Leafs are going to win the Stanley Cup. Well, clearly you're not a real Leafs fan for saying that because why would you do <laughs> that is the stupidest effing thing anybody could put in the ether right now. That's like like just asking for trouble. Like, and I'm not trying to shit on Steve Dangle here, but when I heard that, I was listening to it on the drive home and I was like, are you, are you out of your mind? Do you, do you want <laughs> us to lose? <laughs> like, You have purposely put that just to embarrass us now. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Everyone knows you don't touch the cup and you don't say that shit. And you don't say it was this, it was that, it was this score. We all know we have these superstitions in Leafs Nation and you have to follow them by the book. Man, Steve, you wrote, you kind of wrote a book too, so he just got, he, As Dirty always says, he got a little too horny. He got, he fell in love with the, what happened last game. And he's like, I'm proudly a Leafs fan. I believe it so far. I was like, man, God damn it. You fool. You fool. Like, hubris. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, speaking of just the Leafs, you know, not being able to connect and the first line, they were able to connect, but in this, odd way matthews going down on a hit on mcdonough completely falls flails his stick out to get the puck to marner on this pass who finds bunting in the slot and tricks lassie straight in you know bunting first game of the playoffs in his career so happy for him the mozzie the the rat whatever you want to call him <laughs> but the mozzie the mozzie but just the fact that <laughs> yeah um they had a hard time you know getting it by vasileski and the way that that play f- unfolded um just tells you how this game went and you know after that shit shit kind of hit the fan the penalty started piling up a little uh soupy you know, he was sweating buckets because this guy was getting challenged all night long. Even guys who usually don't drop <laughs> a drip of sweat uh, was soaked on the on the bench. So, um, yeah, Simmons, bad penalty hold on Belmare, which uh, leads to a Kucherov goal. Of course, the Russian sniper on the flank. 
But another thing with this goal was that this guy had so much time, moved to the perfect spot, picked this corner and just sniped camp with a pass to Brody who had no stick. I was going to say, this was the no stick moment, right? Like camp just decided, like, I don't know. Like, I know that we always like to say, well, not we, but anybody who's an asshole who has played or heard of hockey even a little bit said, oh, keep your head up. Keep your head up. This is one of those keep your head up moments, surprisingly. It has nothing to do with, with, you know, getting somebody's elbow in your face. It has everything to do with paying the fuck attention. Like, Brody doesn't have a stick. <laughs> like, wh- why? Yeah. Just clear it. <laughs> Just clear it. Yeah, Brody's like, ooh, 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 I have my feet, but that doesn't work because everyone else has sticks. And yeah, the, it, obviously everyone was panicking like out of moment. position. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, at this point in the game, this is their, I believe it was their second power play goal. Oh, they actually gave it to Braden Point in the end. He must have got the tip on it. But Wow. Going into the third period, this game would have been 1-1 without those two power play goals and all of this craziness of, you know, bad calls, missed calls, you know, Leafs taking Simmons. Again, I believe he had two horrible calls tonight. But yeah, I told you guys last episode, Tampa will not miss this opportunity moving forward. You know, we were kind of gifted them not scoring on the power play last game so tonight yeah it's, and we just gave him i know i'm talking about it a lot like at the end of the day yeah. like you just you know there was enough opportunities that they didn't do it and then we just keep giving them more and it's like okay another reason for them to score on us and the longer this plays out you know just like anything else in life it's not like darty's just speaking to speak it's like the longer something plays out the longer you let this happen the more chances <laughs> there are to score you know it's crazy to say but you beat the other team by scoring more goals than the <laughs> and the other guys yeah. and unfortunately you know when you give up you know that many um penalties you're going to uh put yourself in a position to lose it just kind of sucks but it's life and i hate that yeah. a lot of these were you know brought on Belmar because I'll tell you right now, like I actually, of all the players on that, you know, that team full of (laughs) ruffians, I actually, I have a lot of respect for Belmar. This did make me lose a lot of respect for him because as I'm following the Leafs, I don't want to see him do this to us. But um, I will say, I will give a shout out to the fact that uh, Belmar, I've always believed that he was like, and I know a lot of people don't know of him or people just find out about who he is. Um, because he's always kind of been a fourth line, third line guy. But uh, if you read up on his story, this guy's like took a lot for him to get into this league, and he's a absolute stud. You know, obviously he plays a real, plays a real uh, sneaky game. But uh, <laughs> the guy speaks three languages: you know, English, French, wow. Swedish. And I, because of that, I always felt that when he was on Vegas, where I thought he was very impactful um, on their initial cup run, that he was an absolute glue guy in that on that team. And I'm seeing that um, again in Tampa. I, I don't know. I can't remember. They had a really good name for the line that he's on. What do they call it? Like the dump truck line or something stupid like that. They got, <laughs> got some name for it. I don't know. <laughs> Bunch of assholes. But uh, those guys are those guys are real sneaky. And Belmar, I said Belmar is an absolute glue guy for that team and on that line. And uh, 
he knows he knows how to get those calls. All right. And the Leafs got to be more aware of that now because it's not like he, he you know, he Tim schnitzel his way into screwing the Leafs tonight. Again, can't respect him for that because like I'm sitting here on Leafs late night, not Tampa late night, but <laughs> I can respect the hustle and the Leafs need to respect that a little bit more when they are playing him because he will ruin this team. <laughs> how many like yeah. what twice he did almost nearly three times. He almost got Marner was lucky. It wasn't called on him. Right. Like they called mm-hmm. it on on Balmar that time. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, the game just kind of went back and forth with the penalties. And like I said, uh, the ref, you suck chance continued uh, just to end off the second period. Uh, we had a few more penalties, of course. Soup saved the day once again. You know, Jack Campbell played a really, really solid game tonight, I got to say. Absolutely. Um, he no, was, this is yeah. not on Jack Campbell. Just pointing that out there. Anybody's listening. And I know Steph agrees. Mm-hmm. This is not on Jack Campbell. Okay. Yeah, not at all. Um, I was really disappointed to see that hooking call uh, Labushkin had on uh, Braden Point because that was something I've been picking on him as well to watch his stick but it was one of those weak calls where you thought they he would get away with it of course in this type of game but of course the you know the whistle's always on for the Leafs so heading into the third period another hold up, newbie hold up though hold up though yeah did we mention yeah. that I'm pretty sure at some point I think it was in the first that Austin Matthews took a puck to the nuts I'm pretty sure oh <laughs> Yes. I was like, it's not, they don't write it down on ESPN, but I, I didn't forget. All right. I was like, I'm pretty sure this guy got a shot to the, to the, to the bolts, <laughs> nuts and bolts. <laughs> he had some loose parts in there afterwards. It looked, I don't know if it was a puck or if it was a stick. I just, I remember seeing him, it kind of all happened so fast. I just remember seeing him bent over and I was like, Ooh, that does not look good. And I'm glad he's still playing. Cause I don't think I would have been strong enough to do that. It was definitely a puck and it was definitely in the sweet spot because he, like you said, immediately bent right over (laughs) and said, ow. But yeah, that was, you know, something you don't see often because they're padded, but, but hey, it happens. Even Sergachev with the puck to Sorelli's face tonight, like (laughs) it's just the way she goes. But uh, Hegel scoring in the third period to start it off, uh, Another odd man rush. Kucherov coming down with Paul and Hagel tips it in on the doorstep. Maybe that would have been the time to hold Hagel. I don't know. Not the two times it happened in the first period. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, it's point scores. Another goal on the power play. The last of their core to score in the playoff series. And that says a lot because they did not score last game. Um, on this play though Muzz and Marner and Camp was perfectly triangled around point it seemed but he still had all the time in the world to just position himself perfectly and make that shot so my biggest problem tonight was you know obviously not sinking on the power play but it was the fight it was having your man and winning those puck battles uh Obviously, if you don't win puck battles, if you don't have possession, you're most likely going to lose the game. And Tampa clearly took note of that. And Leafs are a puck possession type team. And they're like, our turn. 
But yeah, just not what we're used to, right? And another one of Crazy Darty's takes from the night is that like one of the biggest things I noticed from the get go um, compared to the last game is like Darty's been driving this home point, driving home this point um, that the uh, the Leafs need a little Leafs need to be a little evil. I don't mean they need to be doing stupid shit. They need to have that like just, you know that almost mm-hmm. possessed feeling about them that when they go out there, like these are the boys from the sh- like you want the other team to be scared to play you, not just because, you know, because you're strong, but because there's something a little off, you know, you got to get the crazy eye, the lazy eye. If you ever seen Fifel goes West. All right. Great movie. But, um, and I saw it in the first game, the Leafs had a F you attitude the entire game and even when there was moments considering they were they had a five minute major in that game where it looked like the Tampa Bay could have jumped on them the Leafs just kept just being in the right place at the right time and just having a you know I said that F you attitude and the looks on their faces too the entire game again maybe it's because you're winning but they weren't they didn't start that game winning and they had a lot of moments where it could have went the other way and this mm-hmm. game, it just felt they they felt a little desperate. Maybe they were just they were like, oh, shit, like the pressure's on now because like all of Leafs Nation expects us to win. So we have to win. And I don't know if, if that's the case or something's going on, but it's just like they didn't seem as evil this game. In fact, it felt like the it felt Tampa had that bug bite them and they just seemed like mm-hmm. you know, all game. They it was like they're, you know, you punch them as hard as you want. And they wouldn't go down. You know what I mean? Like, uh it's just this game. I said the one thing I'd never want to say if, if I could, if I was, if I was that coach, I'd correct anything. And I know I couldn't because I'm not a coach, but if I could, I'd like get that stupid look of desperation, get the, you know, the sadness off your faces, no matter if you're down three, nothing like even I, I actually, I saw it in the eight, one game, what I was talking about, even though we lost eight, one, it's like you, you always want them to think you're nuts. You always want them to think that no matter what happens, you're going to all of a sudden click and score yep. five, five goals right on them. And without it, without them even noticing, they're like, what the hell? And we finally got at the end. We finally got that taste of like the Leafs just coming back and, you know, the they looked less desperate at the end. They looked, even though obviously they're fighting for more goals and they were, they tried to the last second. It wasn't desperation more as like, let's fucking go boys. Like we got this yeah. now. I totally agree. Something just switched for them halfway through the third period, especially after the Marner goal, right? Uh, Bunting in the crease, wrestling with Bogo, and Marner takes the initial shot, is able to gather the rebound back for another shot, and you have uh, Matthews with Bunting in the crease, blocking uh, Vasi's eyes, and of course it goes in. This is the type of play and an aggressive style of play that we need to sneak by pucks with Vasilevsky. Like, straight shots are not going to go in if you do not take his eyes out, right? Um they're not taking out men out of their own crease and they're not, you know, taking the eyes off Vasilevsky. So tonight I thought the Leafs were trying to be a little, not even too pretty, but, you know, I was looking forward to that play of having the two guys behind the net on the power play and, you know, fooling Vasilevsky once again, but I don't think that happened. It's kind of like they resorted back to their original, original plan, you know, and yeah, but I agree, Darty. They did not have that hunger until the last bit of the third there. And I know sometimes the thing, as I say, sounds stupid, but like I it's from a lot of it's just like little things I've seen from 
being on losing teams and winning teams. Like in, you know, I, I played sports in high school. I played, I've played sports outside of high school. I don't play sports for, you know, a particularly good, particularly good leagues or, <laughs> or anything, but it's just like, I've, you notice these things like you, you, when you get beaten and you watch teams that obviously shouldn't beat you win, sometimes you just, you, the one thing I always notice is that, you know, if there's teams that are evenly matched, like it's always that team with that FU attitude that somehow like comes through no matter how good the guys are, are on your team. Right. And it's just like I said, we, I saw that FU attitude the first game and they just didn't let go of it. And in the beginning of this game, it just didn't seem like they started with it. It seemed like they, they're like, okay, boys, let's, let's go win the second game, but not in a like FU sort of way, but more of a, we yeah. kind of have to sort of way. And it's like, uh, no, no, no. You need to go out there and make sure that you can't let them know that you're scared ever. <laughs> yeah. And also, yeah. too, is um maybe because I'm just shooting pearls out here, but they're not all sticking to the wall. Some of them are actually crap. <laughs> maybe this is one of the points I, I was making in our chat was as much as I had to eat crow by saying that I didn't really like bunting back on the first first line because he obviously he scored. And he got the first goal whatever darty was wrong but i still didn't like it because you're changing what worked the first game okay and that's what bothered me i understand that bunting had a lot of, had a great role this game he obviously got the scoring going but even though he got that first goal it took forever for us to <laughs> to figure it out so maybe that's not necessarily what we needed what we needed was what worked right the fucking first time and as crazy as it sounds i would have much if I had to, if you know, it's nice having Bunting back, and I, I don't know where I'd put him if if we have to put if we if 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 I was to make the lines, I'm not going to put him on the fourth line or the third line. But at the same time, like I don't remember who was on the first line with with uh, uh, Matthews and Marner. Do you? I know it wasn't Kasha. Bunting. No, no, on the first game. Oh, Kerfoot. It was Kerfoot. Then you keep that because that obviously worked. If it doesn't work, then you can move that around, right? But it worked the first game, so why would you change the formula? I just it again, like people will be like, "Oh, that's crazy, Darty! It was always bunting from the get go." But it wasn't. You yeah. won the first game with someone that wasn't bunting in there. So why the hell do you change that? I understand, especially because like bunting's mm -hmm. coming off of an injury, right? Like this team, mm -hmm. once they brought Bogo back on, it's very clear. Like Bogosian's not a small guy either, right? Like they've got all of their goons back. <laughs> Like, yeah, like I in my head, I'm thinking if you're bringing Bogo on, then we bring Spets on. We need we need more maturity. We need more mm -hmm. like, I don't know. Like, I just I didn't like the way things were put together this game, considering how when things worked last game. And, you know, I'm get, I'll get roasted for it. Whatever. I just didn't like the look of it. <sighs> no, I, I see your point. I see your point saying that, you know, what works don't don't break it what's what's not broken you know don't touch it but at the same time be at the end of the regular season well all season long bunt that top line was fire they were like bunting was maybe one of the reasons why marner matthews led in points since the start of 2022 but i do see your point darty at the same time because we need wins here. We don't have time to test anything out, right? And Kerfoot really stepped up to the plate that one game. I'm really happy for the guy, but... He stepped up to the plate this game. On... I'm pretty sure you got a goal this game, correct? <laughs> 
and that too yes (laughs) short-handed on the power kill right just goes to show like this guy can do anything and he's so valuable to the team and uh brody though um if we're getting to the goal this is all on him you know starting that rush down the ice and taking a little look over his shoulder seeing if anyone's coming he realizes oh yeah i can't do this i'll wait for you to come down Mm -hmm. Makes the perfect pass. One-timer in. Damn. 15th of the year, counting the regular season. But I don't know. Next game, though, I I think we see Spezza. I think we see Um, all. I think we see... (laughs) Like, (laughs) I don't know. Like, that was another point I was trying to make, too, is that, like, I know everybody hates Hall, but... You know, speaking of that little bit of evil in the Leafs, sometimes like that can also come from being bigger than the other team. And Hall's six foot four, like 200 and something pounds. Like as much as we like to think that the guy's an idiot and makes bad plays, it kind of looked like he was out there even when he wasn't. All right. It's like the the, the <laughs> yeah. spirit of Justin Hall was passed on to whoever it was playing like be- because he's like, you know what? You know, I'm I'm sure he doesn't enjoy sitting in the press box, you know, with Carlton eating uh, <laughs> eating Cheetos and, and <laughs> Buffalo wings. Like, you know, I, I don't know. It's my, my, I knew that my, that's like another thing. I knew my point about taking bunting or like replacing bunting, Spezza, whatever you want to call it, or, how, or at least putting Spezza in was going to get roasted. But then conversely, if we're so, if, if your point is like, oh, but this is what Keith had from the beginning, then why the fuck didn't you play Nylander with Tavares, you tool? If the, you can't, you cannot have one without the other. All right. If you're gonna say that if that that Bunting is playing in the in the on the first line because that's what Keith wanted from the get go, then like again, why isn't isn't Willie and Tavares playing together? Because Keith had a hard on for that, and he also, <laughs> you know, he also had the same feeling for for Hall playing. So like we can't, you know, if we're gonna go to another yeah. point, Tavares looked like a ghost out there. And I think Willie needed a few more looks. I think he seemed like he wanted to be out there and get the guns going. And he just didn't have enough time on ice to do that. Uh, Still battling the food poisoning, most likely from the rotten sushi he had the other day. (laughs) Taking shits in between periods, I bet. But uh, Bad penalty, too, I think, as well. I think Belmar was on that fucking greasy guy, too. (laughs) Yeah, tripping on Belmar. But just to wrap up the game, uh, the Leafs are able to come back 5-3, but not enough. uh, Even after pulling the goalie 6-on-4, they cannot score. And yeah, uh, they simply just run out of time. Unable to capitalize on the power play opportunities. Um out hit by three, 39 to 36. So not as bad as you would expect, but uh, let's take away the pros from this, right? We got to talk about the pros because this is, this is going to be a long series. Obviously it's not going in four. It may go in five. We never know, but first things first, the Leafs have scored eight times on Vasilevsky in two games. That's, that's really positive for me. Yeah. I'm I'm impressed that we shut them out one, and then two, that we have gotten as many goals on on Vasilevsky as, you know, obviously we didn't win this game, and it, you know when we don't win against Vasilevsky, it feels like he has shut us out in his own way, but like 
we were only down two goals. Like it kind of sucks that they did all come in the end of the third period <laughs> for us to get to that <laughs> point. But it's we can score on him. He's not unbeatable. And yeah, we just again, as stupid as it sounds, you you got to get more goals than the other team. Right. So we got to make sure that <laughs> um, not like if if he play if it's going to be this hard to score on him. Yes, I'm aware we can score on him, but then we have to make it harder for them to score on us. So yes, exactly. <laughs> crazy, right? But like, yes, that is what you have to do because we're not going to win every game five nothing. I don't think we will continue to win every game in that manner either. I think this is going to, you know, we we five nothing. Now it's five three. I think considering how things will change and team both the teams will adjust i think the scores might go lower i'm yeah. hoping i really hope they do because I, yeah. I know if the scores i know if the scores <laughs> go higher i feel like it's going to be against the leafs and i don't want that so um mm-hmm. fair any thoughts <laughs> well that kind of leaves me to leads me to a question from bobby gauche uh, more a comment. Five on five was a lot tight than the score looked. Penalties went in Tampa Bay's favor. Campbell played great. Leafs are getting this back next game. Nylander keeps getting shots and will score soon. So, you know, I agree. I think it all came down to winning puck battles and not, you know, clicking on the power play. Um, just like you said, Darty, too, having that angry beast inside you we need that for a full 60 in this playoffs uh campbell was absolutely amazing stood on his head got a puck to the collarbone that stung like hell but yeah you know i'm not worried this this was kind of expected you know Mm -hmm. like they we have to feel them out like we we see what they have and we still have weapons we haven't even played yet another goalie you know i think i think we're in a good spot like i'm not gonna sit here on this on this podcast and talk like we didn't think we were gonna roll tampa because that would be a lie we all did think that was gonna happen even i am aware deep down we we're not stupid we (laughs) we know that the leafs will eventually you know do something rather historical in a negative sense, (laughs) you know what I mean? (laughs) Like they will do something that we are very used to seeing and screw things up for us. But yeah, everybody and their mother, you look at Twitter, we are not stupid. I am not blind. I know exactly what I've said and what other people (laughs) have said. We all thought we were going to roll Tampa. All right. So that's why this hurts a hell of a lot more. Yeah. So we're here to bring it, bring it down a notch and not lie to you, but at least, you know, you can, we're allowed to have our piss and vinegar. We're allowed to spit vitriol. You know, I'm sure if you're listening to other podcasts, they're going to I'm hoping that I'm actually hoping they're not as uh, I'm hoping they're worse than us. So that at least I can look back and say, like, wow, Darty, like you're very level headed, which is, you know, a total fucking lie. But bringing things down back to like, OK, reality check 101. Where do we go for game three? We won game one, five, nothing. We lost game two, five, three, regardless of what happened in, in all of those minutes, both of these games were played in regulation. We don't need to worry too much then about stressing ourselves out because, you know, 
it's not like the regular season where you want to push games to overtime, right? Like this was, this was really good. This is a really good effort. I think that there, there was a lot of shit moments in this, in this uh, second game, but we saw a lot of things that didn't work, but yeah, as you were saying, like we can't sit here and expect us to roll Tampa anyways. Like we, you know, the truth was deep down that Tampa was going to come out and play like we should have expected them to play this game. Yeah. And they did. <laughs> so we didn't just get beaten because we suck or we played really poorly. We got beaten because this is exactly how Tampa plays, right? It was kind of a shock actually to win the way we did the first game. So the positive again to take from this is we lost five, three. Yes. We didn't lose five, nothing to them. We lost five, three. So they have yet to blank us with their fantastic goalie, you know, Vaseline mm. Levski. <laughs> he hasn't shut us out completely. We can still score on him. Yeah. Again, like I haven't finished my point here. So this is where I throw it back to you to finish my point because I'm not the genius here. What do you <laughs> think from all this garbage that I've spewed? What do you think is going to be uh, the key to winning game three in Tampa? I think the key is to play a solid defensive game. Don't worry about the offense right off the bat. Don't let it get to a ping pong game. You know, if you're solid defensively, the offense will come and that showed in game one. You know, I, I had zero anxiety watching game one because the Leafs had puck possession majority of the time they won all puck battles it seemed anyway they were physical on the puck they were you know boxing out guys out of their in front of the crease they were doing all of the right things at the right time and everyone was clicking and feeling it I think another big key too maybe not a key but it helps but scoring that first goal uh just getting the team going with that first goal and seeing how hyped they get like Camp scoring last game too, like that was just amazing because he was hyped and you can read his lips like, yeah, fuck, yeah. Like like I said, I wouldn't have picked eight other guys or I would have picked eight other guys first before he scored. So it's a four-line effort plus the three D lines. Um, lots of shots from the point, you know, just pepper him, pepper Vassy. Get into all of those rebound opportunity spots and fight for your spot in front of the net as well. I mean, I can list forever and ever, but those are my key things. And obviously the power play too. If we can score, you know, tonight, two power play goals, this game would be completely different. So, yeah. You actually brought up a really good point that I was going to bring up last episode. And that is puck possession. And for years, I've been saying that the Leafs love puck possession, but they are shit at meaningful puck possession. And now, of all times, I don't even care whether it's meaningful or not. I think it benefits you just to hold on to the puck. Because at this point, whether it's meaningful or not, again, you're playing against Andre Vaseline, all right? Like, <laughs> yeah, this guy is going to be hard to score against. but. You are going to win more if you let the other team score less. <laughs> so you avoid that by having possession of the puck, right? And and looking at this game, 
thanks for bringing that up because enlightening. I didn't feel like we had a lot of good or bad puck possession. I felt like that was lacking. I felt we needed to be focused more on just maintaining possession of the puck and setting ourselves up, which is something I literally shit on all the time. So tonight I'm like, wow, the, the one thing the least normally overdo, they <laughs> undercooked our possession. So yeah. we need to get it to a nice, you know, medium, medium rare because it, you know, <laughs> it felt a little rare. Sometimes, honestly, most of the time, Darty thinks it's a little well done. I, I said, I think they over <laughs> overdo it with puck possession. They hold the puck too long. And you and I both know how often it's in Leafs fans, uh, you know, lexicon to say, uh, shoot, shoot the fucking puck. Take the fucking shot. God damn it, Willie. Yeah. God damn it, Martyr. God damn it. Stop passing it. Take the shot. This time, I never said that. I actually didn't say In fact, I, I don't recall myself saying that once. Maybe somebody Me else either. did. But I actually don't. I, there wasn't a particular moment where I felt the Leafs lacked on taking the shot. In fact, I think they, they whiffed on it too many times. And maybe they yeah. were rushing too much. In fact, like, you know, dirty recollecting his thoughts. I'm glad you brought that up. We need to have more meaningful puck possession next game, not just, you know, playing ring around the rosy, not just playing, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, shoot the puck like us crazy Leafs fans will say all the time. I think now we need to be more composed and to and yeah. you know, I said, we got to get it to a medium, medium rare. We can't we can't go. We can't overdo it. But if we underdo it, too, we're just going to give them more opportunities to succeed you know, the more the more times we whiff on it, the more times we send the puck to somebody without a stick, the more times that, you know, guys like Hedman and Kucherov are going to absolutely annihilate us. Yeah. Crazy. But <laughs> zone entries, keeping that puck possession, starting the cycle, retrieving those pucks after the shot, getting that rebound back, you know, putting guys in those high a danger spots on the rebound opportunity. It's just all of these little plays that make sense. And tonight, the second half of the third period was totally different for the Leafs. Like they, you can tell they, they were fighting for those puck for the pucks and they were making those plays. Like it, I don't know. It's one of those things where they tried something for majority of the game. It didn't work. It seemed, and then obviously the the penalties. You know, Tampa was sinking them tonight. They did not miss, so it burned us. But next game, for sure, just watching, you know, stupid penalties, everything we just said, and we hope to pull out a big W in Game Three. A big W. So if we're gonna cap, put a capstone on uh, what we're. We what we ended up analyzing this game is that uh, if it ain't fixed, don't broke it. All right. <laughs> and I mean it because it wasn't fixed. All right. We our lines obviously weren't what we came into the series expecting them to be. Um, but we won in game one with those lines. So, yeah, if things are working, keep them that way. Yeah. My last point, though, is play Willie Moore. I don't know. <laughs> play figure out some for Tavares. I don't know. I don't know if you agree with that or not, Steph, but that's 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 my last like Darty's uh Darty's point of the night. Like we need to figure out what we're gonna do with Tavares if he's not gonna score, and I'd like to see more Willie out there. Fair points. So we will be back next time. I believe the next game is on Friday in Tampa. Fry yay. Fry yay. I hope so. 
So the whole crew, I believe, will be back. Uh, miss you, Johnny Southey Beaner. But yeah, this is this is Steph the Fanalist and Darty Brodeur, and we are out. We have our music. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Leafs Late Night, your night of post-game podcast. Available after every game on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Audible, and more.